Yes. Should Kay- we talk about Davis Cup? Yeah, I think so, Caitlin. So it's uh, the Grand Slams are behind us, and um, I was thinking that you know it's not uh, it's not a time when tennis captures the minds of Americans. China, it's a big deal. China, That's it's a big deal. Yeah, right. In Asia, the mind is captured by the very relatively new like tennis scene. Right. Being like you know they have like four tournaments and they have the tour championships in Singapore at least for the women. Totally. Oh it's, yeah, it's great. I mean, I think that's great that there is like this whole other wing for, uh, for a whole other audience. For the like, next Linas of the world. Exactly. Oh man, what if there were just a parade of Linas? That would be awesome. More Linas, the better. Well, <laughs> not exactly. shit, everybody. <laughs> Somebody get on that. No, but you're right. Um, the imagination of of your average tennis fan has has moved on to fall ball and the beginning of the football season. But there is something really important going on, which is Davis Cup. Right. Really important or something that could be really important. Like, I've always been kind of intrigued by Davis Cup. And then last year, especially when uh, Switzerland beat France and Federer had that awesome moment against Gasquet that I think we both watched where he won the Davis Cup for Switzerland. And uh, it was really cool, even if he hates Stan the Man or did then. It was cool to see him win something that he hadn't won yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he looked like he was like 21 again where he like fell down on the clay, indoor clay. I know that grosses you, <laughs> I know that grosses you out. But Yes, uh, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so hard. But we should, um, for the layperson yeah. who doesn't understand anything about Davis Cup oh, or right. its female equivalent, Fed Cup, sure. walk through. Is there like a, be- like a good sports? Like I think of it as, um, do you remember American Gladiators? Yeah, sure. What an amazing show that was, remember? Who can forget, yes. Laser and taser yeah. and ice. And tennis balls featured prominently. Tennis America. balls featured prominently in that tennis ball cannon where somebody's getting, like, thwacked in the face <laughs> to try to make their way across a Velcro and, like, plush war environment. <laughs> what an amazing, what a time to be alive that yeah. was. Yeah. Um, like American Gladiator, the Davis and Fed Cups, uh, men and women respectively, are a group of people from the same country who come together to represent their country in world play, which might sound really boring, except tennis players do not know how to be on teams together generally. Right. Because they have their own coaches, they have their own entourages, they have their own parents, um, they have their own trainers. They never learned how to make friends in their sheltered childhood. Exactly. So things tend to be a little bit more dramatic. Um, But is Davis Cup or Fed Cup actually popular? I mean, we watch it, but does anybody else? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think that it's like, if it were going to happen here, it would have happened when American male tennis uh, was a bigger deal, right? Like, um, it is not a big deal. It has never had a lot of traction here, even though, I don't know, it seems like so attractive. It's so weird. It's weird to see, you know, like imagine if you could go and watch Agassi and Sampras like high-fiving each other. Like, that's totally. basically what happened with Stan and Federer, right? And then what's also, also awesome about these is, like, usually some, like, pretty cool retired player is selected to be the coach. So, like, right now, for Fed Cup, the women's team is coached by, like, Mary Jo Fernandez. Or, amazingly, my favorite uh, tennis player, probably all, of all time, of a sort, Yannick Noah. Oh, yeah. Is now, he's been renamed captain of the French team. Um, so like that guy's super like styling. He's awesome. He's an international reggae star and he's coaching like the Sangas and the Gasquets and the Gilles Simons of the world to, you know, greater victory. So it's pretty cool. Cause it's like old and new mentors and mentees, teammates, like it should be really cool. And they play in all these different places around the world where like normally people 
you know, are not necessarily like they don't necessarily have tournaments at some of the places they play. Right. So it's like could be a really cool way to get people onboarded. But you think that they have fallen short and you have a couple of ideas for how they could improve it. Well, I just think that if it, if it ever needs to become more like they right now, it has a lot of integ- integrity um, uh, and maybe too much to become popular. Like, I think we need to... Wait, like, tell me what you mean by that. I mean that uh, right now it all sort of makes sense. You try to get your two best players off and you don't. You end up with, like, your first and your third best player because someone's injured or disinterested or whatever. And then they play... Um, the singles players, what? They tr- they play one another and then switch, and then there's a doubles match. I just feel like like it's not... It's interesting to have the two best players you can find. Mm -hmm. But, uh, what happens when one of those players has no hold on the imagination, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? And like, specifically, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, like who is like, who's playing number two for great Britain. Jamie Murray. He's playing in the doubles. It was like a guy who, there was like an article written about how weird it was that he was playing doubles, that, that he was playing Davis cup for great Britain. Because nobody knows he is. who right. is. But what if you could pick your two best players or you could pick one of your best senior players and if you were the home team, oh. they oh. had to also pick a senior player. So like then you end up with Andy Murray and an aging Tim Henman against what it would be John Isner and just take your pick of older Like Jim Courier? I feel like he can still like get his way around the court. Sure. He seems like the analog with him and right? Like more than yeah. more than McEnroe. I want to make an analogy here because whenever possible, I like to make an analogy to Rocky IV. <laughs> okay. Do you remember in the beginning of the movie when Rocky Balboa, uh, when Apollo Creed fights and loses fatally to Ivan Drago on American terms? Right. And then when Rocky decides to get in there and represent Apollo in a rematch, echoing the very real Cold War dynamics going on between America and the Soviet Union. So real. The Soviets got to decide all the terms. Right. How cool is that? So yes. Rocky like couldn't didn't have access to anything modern, and he was like hoofing it up like snow covered caps with like belts of weights around like a sled, like <laughs> right. doing like crunches with a fire crackling from a, in a barn. <laughs> right. Like imagine how cool this could be. I I'm know. getting really excited. Can you tell? Yeah, and I mean that those sort of plot contortions make for like an awesome montage, and that could also be this, which is like Annie Murray yelling at Tim Henman to run faster up a hill. Totally. To, to, to like lose the 10 pounds that he's gained since he, <laughs> since he left tour, which brings me to my next point, which is that, um, so you can have seniors, but I also think the idea of splitting into Davis cup and fed cup men and women's is kind of ridiculous. Like let's get to that point when it's more popular. You know what I mean? And then like, combine them. And I think we, I think we combine them. So you could have, uh, a senior male player and a current female player or vice versa. Like basically what I'm saying is to make Davis catch cup, catch on in the, in the United States. We need like maximum star power. Completely. Totally. Right. So what if it were, uh, you know, for, for the U S the state things are in right now. What if we went with John McEnroe and Serena playing for America's honor? So could we claim for former, uh, like people who've immigrated like yeah. Martina Navratilova, for example. Yeah. I don't see why not. Uh, I mean, wait. she's an American citizen. Yeah. Okay. So she's in there. Yeah, um, so she's, great. Yeah, so she's double specialist. Yeah, with, she and Serena for the ladies. She and uh, Johnny Mac and Serena for the mix. Yeah. And would you just like keep like who like your dream team is like as many people as you want? 
No, no. I still think you have to come up with your six or seven or however many. Got it. Okay. So it's still like an intense, like, but also how fun would that be? Because then you could like, you know, for countries, like it's kind of, it's a total disadvantage for countries that don't have a lot of like really good players, which yeah. in, in for the American men right now is 100% the case. Like I don't think they make it out of their like initial group stage cause they just get crushed. <laughs> exactly. But all of a sudden, like, and then, you know, you look at countries where it's like Romania, like who, the, who, ha, I don't even like, there's one Romanian tennis player I can think of. And it's a woman who hits a slice forehand. Um, <laughs> you know, that's pretty brutal. But all of a sudden, right. if you like start adding in the, older like if the next davis cup matches in romania and they can bring in all of their old timers yeah Ily nastasi right Ily nastasi exactly yeah, right. like wait is he alive assuming he's alive <laughs> Ily nastasi. Exactly. so then all of a sudden it gets really exciting and plus it's like it, it like wipes out the need for the seniors tour actually yeah. makes it like really competitive and interesting and you get all these like different like terms that are set by each of the countries there's an actually a really good story about this um it's a great one story from a couple years ago um, about the tennis match between Pakistan versus New Zealand. The stage is set when Pakistan decided to like host the Kiwis in a neutral in neutral territory, and they chose Rangoon <laughs> uh-huh. in Myanmar. So all of a sudden, and like they wasn't weren't any good courts in Myanmar, and like the grass wasn't playable, and they went on cow dung courts, and like one of the visiting ITF International Tennis Federation refs like deemed the court too dangerous. <laughs> too this dangerous. was looked at as a bad thing. I think it's an awesome thing. Right. Right. Like all of a sudden, like dung courts in Myanmar are like into the equation. It would be great. And I mean, I think the home like that should be a big part of it is like how and like what would draw attention to it is like how crazy. Yeah. How crazy it could be. Like, like what if Spain was like, all right, we're loaded, but, but, uh, just for kicks, we are going to play on a half grass, half clay court. And we're only going to play the service areas like, like six year olds. Amazing. Like that's it. Or like somebody could be like the Brits. It would be really funny if they were like, you know what? We're going to play this like old school with wooden rackets in like closed real tennis style, like gallery where you have to like play it off the walls. Oh yeah. And like long linen pants. And yes. Then, yes. And like Tom Collins mandatory at your, that's why I would be drinking one watching this. So I feel like I love this idea. I feel like it would really add a lot to the imagination of tennis. And plus like, think about what it would do for the fans. Like, yeah, sure. Like, well, let's get like, let's get like, take, take it up a notch. Right. And it could be that there could be like a whole new, like kind of famous tennis character, which is like, the evil genius who sets the terms for the most entertaining, advantageous setup for your country in Davis Cup. Yeah, I feel like other sports have this, and we in the tennis community are lagging. Right, because we're too worried about things being fair. Yeah, like, fuck fair. I feel like that's a pretty big impediment to the, <laughs> to the sport being popular. Here's one more idea. I think that, you know, when we do the thing where they you can pick older players and there's no you know, there's no men's and women's teams anymore. It's just one team. A lot of good players are going to be left off and they're put into like a bad news bears kind of team that plays under a pirate flag (laughs) and they tour the world. Now, now they're, they're intriguing because they never get to set the rules, but then when they win, it's even more dramatic. The man without a flag scenario. Exactly. Exactly. They just, they have no home. They live on the sea. 
they just show up one day and play. But like you're going to have some pretty good players on that team. It'll be really competitive. Okay, so far I'm super in. What was your other idea? Okay, the uh, other thing is if your country has an aircraft carrier, you have to play the match <laughs> on that aircraft carrier. <laughs> that seems really hard. Well, I think Michigan State and North Carolina played a college basketball game on an aircraft carrier at the beginning. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm pretty sure it was Michigan State and North Carolina. But yeah, outdoor aircraft carrier, like you can do it. Wouldn't it be so windy though? I mean, a, t- a tennis ball is so much wind, like more uh, wind prone to, to to bad result than an, a basketball. Caitlin, this is this is the sort of old fashioned thinking that's holding Davis Cup back. <sighs> I didn't even realize it. You're right. I just got to readjust my. Um, I just got to readjust my mind. Um, I wanted to get to something that you suggested because of all of these, it is the uh, the stakes are the highest. Sure, I think that. You know, it gets crazy, but it like like we change the rules, it becomes weirder, more attractive. There's more news coverage, but we need to make sure it doesn't just become a freak show, like an oddity. So the stakes at the end are like really important. And I think that the way this works is that whichever country wins gets to pick a piece of the country that loses and they can administer it now. What? Yes. So this like actual sovereignty is at stake. Wait a second. So like... Houston could be like part of France. Yes, that would For be ever. That would be a great troll by France if they just decided to take Texas, even though they hate it. Like just as a fuck, fuck you to Texas. Oh my god, they would make it like be, it, oh, it would be, be amazing. Or or like what if what if the winner gets to give the loser a troubling part of their country? <laughs> <laughs> we could give florida to somebody exactly like anyone like and especially if like we we don't want the trouble that florida is going to cause in 2016 so like we tank to andorra and give them florida suddenly andorra is in, administratively in charge of the state of florida i mean florida is bigger than andorra so they'd really be fucked <laughs> like, i don't think there's enough people in andorra to administer all the shenanigans that goes down in florida right right that's well, real fuck you well that'll make them try really hard in this davis cup match I think it's amazing. Chris, you yeah. have you have made the plan. Now we just have to sound the alarm. How do we do it? I don't know who who do we who what op-ed do you need to write? I mean, I think we have to reach out to Billie Jean, right? I mean, I think she yes. has she has the most credibility. Like once she signs off on this, we're probably good to go. Okay, so I think we in conclusion definitely should blend female and male yeah. competitions. Oh. Just call it cup. Yep. I love it. Yep. It's bold. It's right. the kind of bold thinking that tennis needs. Is exactly. It? Uh, enters this next phase. Right. And it could bring America back into it. Exactly. I mean, and it would like, like we have all this tennis star power that we don't get to use. And then right away we have access to it. Um, there you have it. Uh, listeners of the cast, Chris Neary, a modest proposal, <laughs> the cup, make Davis cup weird, or maybe it's the David cup, half Davis, half fed. I'm that's, that's a terrible name. Until next time. Uh, Caitlin, it's always a pleasure. Chris, you as well. Thanks for listening to The Main Draw.